What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, occasionally real estate. We do like to throw that in there since we're both in real estate. And uh, today we've got another special guest with us. So last week we had, we went back to our roots, the old Casey and Jason show. Oh, that's right. Was it last week? No, we had Tyler last week. Come on, bro. No, that was the week before. No. Was it? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> messing up. Dude, it's starting to blur together. <laughs> so, guys, we went a little bit off schedule. You would never know because Nick, thank God, Nick gets everything edited and posted on Fridays. But thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank you so much, Nick. We used to record every Friday afternoon, and then, you know, we're getting into the busy season. we got some stuff going on, popping up, and uh, we've been recording, like, some odd times. So this Cutting it close. <laughs> so, Nick, uh, this week's got his work cut out for him because it's Tuesday afternoon. This is going to drop on Friday. I think you're leaving town. You have a vacation. Nick, is he leaving town? He has something going on. I have no. Oh, uh, yeah. He has, a, he has a class. Okay. Over the weekend. Got it. So, uh, Nick, we appreciate you in advance for getting this done in like no time. But uh, we'll make it a nice, clean clean episode all the way through. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> but uh, just don't drop any. That's no, what she said. No funny was, business. Yeah. Um, but we have Dwayne here, um, who I met through Master Networks. Um, yeah. A networking group. We've had a couple of my friends there from Master Networks on. Dwayne Freeman. And um, we met, I don't know, a couple months ago. Yeah, it's been about a couple months now. And realized, too, as soon as I started talking to you that um, we had a lot of mutual friends. You got a Maryland connection, which I was like, you know, I meet you in Middletown. But then he's, this dude pulls up in a pickup truck with like 33s <laughs> on it. And I'm like, I'm like, you from Cecil County, bro? And uh, sure enough, you lived in yeah, Cecil County. Yeah, yeah, yep, just for you no know, time here. But uh, yeah, definitely wore on me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so as far as your business, let's jump right into um, to what you do and mm-hmm. like who you help, that kind of thing. And then we'll kind of get your story of how... Uh, your background led to what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we have a company called Family Group Consultants. Um, so we're a marketing firm. Uh, it really started out with uh, the insurance industry at first. Uh, that was like the first, you know, because we we're insurance agents uh, on the life side. So um, it really came from me and my wife, you know, buying leads like from different, you know, vendors and, you know, like the kind of like the entrepreneur journey, like they kind of just threw us to the wolves. Uh, when we got licensed and they said, oh yeah, you just buy leads and you call people and it's like very easy. So I was like, okay, that <laughs> sounds, sounds, easy enough. sounds simple. So, you know, I thought like everybody would like, you know, like want to buy life everybody insurance. Everybody flocked to you. Yeah, this yeah, is that, yeah, that's what I thought, you know, <laughs> yeah. so. Same um, with mortgages, by the way. You just really? buy leads and call them and then like, you know, you just. Millionaire. Yeah, just yeah. happens overnight. <laughs> yeah, even like, you know, like family and friends, like, you know, it's like totally different, you know, when you're in the like, you know, business for yourself. But uh, yeah, like, so for us, we're like, you know, after doing it for so so long, and we also had like a Amazon, uh, you know, FBA business. So we did some marketing for that. So I was like, well, if I can figure that out, you know, maybe I can try to do like my own marketing and you know cut the cost. So mm-hmm. started doing it, and you know, became really profitable that way. So we started you know helping other you know insurance agents doing it like with their own marketing with like Facebook ads and uh, mostly Facebook. That's like where most of the traffic comes from. Uh, and some with LinkedIn and TikTok and all that other fun stuff, but so. And it actually got started getting real fun for me to do it. So, uh, so we started, he was like, you know, my partner and I, he did a lot more on the sales training side, um, you know, because we started getting leads for people. And, yeah. like, you know, the big thing was a lot of people here were like, oh, you know, people say this. What do I say here? So mm-hmm. it started being more customer service on that side. So we're like, well, why don't we, you know, incorporate the sales side, too, of it and, you know, help them with that. So 
kind of, you know, so we put a whole program in place for that. And, you know, then we start branching out to other businesses from there. Yeah. Um, are you still, uh, or who were you employed by for the life insurance? And are you still doing that? So I was, uh, I'm still doing it. Um, so I'm independent broker. So, okay. so just a bunch of different carriers, you know, uh, Mostly, like, for me, like, my main market was, like, the senior market. Yeah. Because you know, they're, they're home all day. And they have nobody to talk to. So, when you call, they're, like, you know, you can just keep talk about their cats and dogs. And they're, <laughs> ha- they're happy. So. Uh, you can do that. You can yeah. call me and talk about my dog, too. <laughs> yeah. Happy. Yeah. So, you know, I got to talk about my dog, talk about their dogs, and everybody's happy. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, then, you know, and that's kind of, like, you know, the market I, I stuck to with mostly the senior market. Yeah. So, um, I think it's just interesting that. You know, there's so many people out there selling leads for everything that we do. Like, I know Zillow is big, right? A lot of mm-hmm. uh, realtors will buy Zillow leads. <clears throat> they ask lenders to split the Zillow leads with them. I've done that for, you know, for years just with different, you know, people that wanted to start up. And it's, you're right, though. Like, the lead itself is not really, I don't think, what people need in the most cases because they don't know what to do with the lead mm-hmm. or how to address the person, how to get a hold of them, how to talk to them. So I think it's, you, you know, you guys identified something pretty important of, like, adding the sales training aspect into it um yeah. because like you i think you said in one of our meetings you're like people think they want to buy leads but they really don't they want to buy the the knowledge of how to talk to them and how to sell the leads yeah 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 like it was funny i saw like one guy the other day on facebook he had like he posted like he was like uh he's like i bought some leads from i forgot what company but you know he's like i bought some leads and everybody just wanted a quote i was like wasn't that what you want yeah. <laughs> so, but you know he's he's more upset that he couldn't close them but yeah you know like he's getting the quotes but he's going to blame the lead company you know right these he, leads are trash yeah. because yeah and yeah. so and so the sales side of your company has a, a you know a format that helps those companies nurture and eventually close those leads right yeah okay. so it's like a step by we have like a step-by-step process you know we show them how to you know write their own scripts you know okay. based on like you know how they're going to Based on like, if they're running ads, like based on your ad copies, or you know they're doing like events or anything like that, you know mm-hmm. we'll help them like with approaches for that. Cool, all sorts of different scenarios. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's mostly just asking, you know, how to ask the right questions and when to ask the right questions. Yeah, I feel like that's all sales is. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like just learn <laughs> how to connect. Yeah, and and connecting is like well, you know, people say like, well, you just have to be genuine with them. Well, how do you? I don't know how someone could be like not genuine, or like how do you show that you care about someone? Well, you just have to, if you actually care about them, it will show very clearly that you do. It's when you, um, I think people make, when you're in a sales situation, you start to, um, I don't know, people's mind just gets completely like, almost like they lose half of their brain and it's like, they're just focused on the sale and moving the person to the sale rather than to just be a person and talk and have conversations. Um, But I find that easier with my sphere of people that I already know, my family and friends, because you already have that relationship. And, you know, I remember when I first got into mortgages and they, like, my first day on the job was a stack of paper like this. And they were like, here you go. Like, here's, I'm like, what is this? They're like, they're leads. I'm like, well, what do I do with them? <laughs> yeah. You call them. And I'm like, well, what if they answer? And then what? <laughs> they said, well, then you sell them a mortgage. And I'm like, so I'm like literally having these conversations. And that was, you know, part of the training. It was like just repetition, get on the phone, get past the person telling you that they don't have time to talk, get past the... I'm not interested, right? And just move into a conversation. So it was all part of it, you know, and I learned a lot doing it. But, you know, you do, you kind of, you become like almost a different person when you're just calling leads all of a sudden. It's Mm -hmm. like, dude, if you just let your personality come out and, yeah, actually care if the dude's dog barks, ask him about his dog. What kind of dog is it? How old is it? (laughs) You know, just care about the person and you'll you'll be successful with that. Yeah. 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 That's one thing I learned, you know, is like when I first started out, like, you know, people are like, well, how are you so good? I was like, I don't know. I just... 
I don't know, I think I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was being good. At, like I. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was just talking to people. <laughs> so. Yeah, but the more and more you did it, like yeah. Casey said, repetition. Yeah. And that kind of like, that dials things in, that hones mm-hmm. things in. You're able to find out what works, what doesn't work. Exactly. And, um, create your, I'm sure your, like your sales process has evolved over time. Absolutely. Like, yeah. This is where we started. And they're like, oh, you know, based on you know, feedback and, you know, this is not necessary or we can, you know, expand on this or whatever. Yeah. The case may. And that's just done through volume. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, still, still learn, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, see where things went wrong, and you know, figure out, okay, well, could I ask this question better next time, or right, you know, to get this response, you know. So, you know, it's always just trying to get better and better at it. Definitely. And your business, so you're partnered with someone who also does. <clears throat> he was more into the sales training, like you said. So yeah. that's your partner. But then you also work. Your wife works with you as well, right? Yes. Yep. So she works with us as well. So, yeah, she was a big support. Um, so you know, it was. Definitely, I, I hear a lot of people when I was like, like with, you know, having you know a spouse and things can be a little bit more difficult because you know, they may not be on the same page. But you know, that, as I would say it's probably made it a lot easier, you know, not to have that. Uh, that I would say seems like it can be stressful. Yeah. You know, if your uh, spouse isn't you know in agreement with you know uh, you know the risk it takes to you know be a business, you know, be an entrepreneur, or mm-hmm. start running your own business. Yeah. So it does help. Absolutely. Um, and tell, take us back a little bit. So your story and journey of how you ended up doing what you're doing now, like you went to school for something completely different. You had a whole different career path, right? So take us through that a little bit and then kind of maybe what flipped the switch for you to, to become a business owner, because like yeah. you said, it is completely different. Yeah. So, so I went to, so I went to Hudson and, uh, and I went there for, uh, HBAC. Mm-hmm. So did that, you know, up until, but I always wanted to be a police officer. That was like my ultimate goal. Um, mm-hmm. cause I'm, from Philadelphia and I have a, you know, a lot of family who are Philly cops. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll do that. It looks like it's, you know, fun to do, you know, mm-hmm. chase bad guys. looks fun. So, uh, so after, you know, uh, going, you know, doing HVAC for some time, uh, you know, I, I applied for different places. Uh, Maryland state police got back to me first. So, and my called my uncle, I was in the process of what Philly PD. He was like, Oh, he's like, hi. He's like, just go with Maryland. He's like, don't come here. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <all right."> <laughs> <Got> <laughs> so, I was like, got it. So, so I ended up, you know, you know, staying there, uh, you know, I uh, was there for, you know, from 2009 up until uh, 2000, you know, 2010 up until 2014, um, and then went to the Delaware State Police, and, you know, once from there, I left there in 2019, but, um, you know, the, the experiences, I say, you know, were, were good, um, but, you know, just like, you know, working for people, and, you know, they have like their, just like the probably like, just like any other job, you know, they had their favorites, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's just like any other place you work for and you know if they don't like you for whatever reason you know you can get treated differently than somebody else can do everything wrong and get you know mm-hmm. and get congratulated for it so did, so for me did, did the the kind of i've had some friends that are police officers that are no longer in the force as well did like anything i don't want to say politically driven but did but the kind of like how the 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 shift on how police officers were viewed have anything to do with the fact that you're no longer a Police officer, like how, like how, how from the general, like from from the the general public, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, uh, it wasn't really more so the the general public. I mean, that was a bad thing too. Hmm. It was more so like you know, I like you know a few people that you know I know still friends with today from the state police, but it was mostly the people on the job. Hmm. You know, that made it more stressful than honestly working with the people out in the street. Gotcha. Hmm. Because I I can't imagine how difficult that's got to be. I mean, that's a that's a tough industry to, to. 
you know, try to do your job the right way and feel like you're always being scrutinized. Yeah, yeah, this it, it, is mostly the, the media, but I mean, most people I came across, you know, they were, you know, good people, even though they, you know, you give them, you know, whatever, come across in that day, you know, typically, right. you know, they were pretty cool and good to go. It was like, you no, know, that 1% of people that were like just, just mad or angry at the world and you can't make them happy. So, so. <laughs> yeah, for everybody. So, yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, even like, you know, probably like in business, like, you know, it's like that one, that one person you can't make, that one customer you can't make happy. So, yeah, same yeah. thing, but, you know. I got yeah. you. I feel like that's, yeah, with everything. I mean, number one, the media makes everything seem way worse than it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and two, the other thing is like, just it, in the general uh, dealings of life and you run into people and you talk to them, for the most part, everyone is really cool and friendly. Yeah, it's the people, the loudest are, are usually the most upset. The yeah, the people with an axe to grind are the ones yeah. that are the loudest and make, yeah. make all that stuff seem really rough. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, the other thing now is, I mean, you get to work every day with um, with your, your wife, with mm -hmm. your business partner. You have your own business. Um, you're able to help people create a better life for themselves and you're not risking your life every day when you go to work. So I'm sure that's a nice, yeah. Yeah, you know, nice benefit as well. <laughs> yeah. There, there are a lot of perks to it. You yeah. Know, uh, that's so what, you that's went, definitely one of them. You went right from the police force to life insurance. Yeah. So, uh, like, you know, while I was still there, like I, that's why we started like the Amazon business while I was still, you yeah. know, there. I'm interested to learn more about that. What yeah. was that like? It was, you, uh, you said, well, you said F B. Yeah. Fulfillment by Amazon. Fulfillment by Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, pretty much, you know, you buy a, the product from the supplier in, right. know, in, in China and you, know, you have a ship to Amazon's warehouse and you know the, and pretty much they take they pretty much handle a lot of the work from there the the biggest part is the the product research that was like the hardest part like figuring out like what's not what's not too competitive but going to be profitable at the same time gotcha that was like the most grueling part of it yeah okay. what kind of, what products were you selling yeah. if you could so, yeah a, a, a 150 foot garden hose <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. okay yeah so uh, a lot of people are selling like the 25 foot 50 foot, you know, 75 foot garden hose, but the 150 foot, uh, it was only two other, two other sellers on Amazon doing it. So wow. that's why, you know, we chose that market and I was like, well, you know, we have a, you know, a, a nice size, you know, land. So we're like, you know, that'd be nice to have a hundred foot, 50 foot hose. Yeah. Yeah. Around here. So, uh, so it worked out, you know, you know, we actually liked it. So, you know, we're like, well, I think like that'd be a good one. And it actually, you know, was you know, still selling really good. Wow. So you guys purchased that from overseas, it gets sent to a Amazon warehouse. Right, yeah. So and then you are in charge of marketing the product. Yeah, like, what? so pretty much, like, pay-per-click through Amazon. So, like, right. you know, it pretty much, you know, you're, it has the Amazon Prime on there. So, pretty much, Amazon does a lot of the the, the big lifting for it. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're just, you just got to, you know, pay for the keywords that you're clicking on. That's why it's kind of important to do the, uh, make sure you have a profitable product. So, you know, right. you're, you know, all sets to cost. Interesting. That is interesting. <clears throat> um, and Amazon, like, what's the... I'm just trying to think from their point of view why, like, they're passing off some of the risk to you because you're actually putting the money up for the product. So it's... They're like, hey, we'll stock it for you. We'll ship it for you. But you got, you know, essentially you're buying it, right? Yeah. So it kind of spreads the liability out for them. But then you're probably also paying Amazon for the space, right? Maybe. Yeah, so you pay 15% you know, uh, of the sale, but also like, you know, your storage depends on what's like, how, like how big your products are. Yeah. So with ours, you know, it's a 150 foot garden hose is like the flexible one. So it takes up less storage. So mm -hmm. that's another reason why we chose that one. Hmm. Gotcha. Man. And yeah, just think about that from Amazon's point of view. They're like, Hey, we get to sell this product and make the prop a profit mm -hmm. on it of X amount, whatever it is. 
but we don't have to buy it and put the money up front. We've got the warehouse space as yep. it is. That's crazy, yeah. huh? Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you pay them like you know for the advertising too. So you yep. pay for a pay per click. You're paying them for that too. How about that? Amazon is definitely uh, they do things differently, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And they've been, I mean, obviously ridiculously successful with that. But. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're very successful. <laughs> yeah. So you still have the Amazon business? Yes. You did. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then you got into the insurance, which led to the, the family group consultants. Do you work with anybody else in that business other than insurance? I know that's kind of like the niche that you have, but do you work with other people as well? Yeah. So, uh, so we work with like, uh, like two of our clients are, uh, have dental offices, uh, we're car dealerships, um, you know, realtors, uh, real estate investors. So we, you know, have a, you know, broad, you know, kind of spectrum of clients, you know, it's really just. Uh, helping them figure out like how to like what their goal is and figure out like you know how they want to acquire their goal and you know help because most people like yeah I want to do this but you know they don't really think you know uh, they're like I don't really want to think about like how to be creative with things so that's really all it is is being different than your competitors mm-hmm. you know figure out what they're doing and be different from from those people yeah and how um, how important would you say is like a social media presence for that person or that brand versus like what you do is you focus on essentially the paid ads right to generate yeah i mean a combination of both um it really depends on like some people do organic um it's really like you know what you know what their uh you know budgets are and you know if they're more comfortable you know some people like the you know some people are really good at like you know you know getting their content out there making the videos and you know that's what they like to do so we just help them like okay if you're because sometimes people put a lot of videos out but people aren't responding to the videos they what the way they want and we're like well it's usually the messaging that's that's where you're going wrong so um, we help them like with the messaging, so to get them traffic if they want to do organically. Got it. <clears throat> but it's not necessary, would you say, for someone like say a real a real estate agent, for example, or a mortgage mm-hmm. mortgage person, um, it wouldn't be necessary for them to already have this big personal brand with a big following to be successful with possibly running um, the paid ads. Oh no, no, not at all. Yeah, because I think that's another. You know, I don't know a whole lot about this stuff. Like I, I get a glimpse into the social media stuff from like everything my brother's doing mainly. Yeah. Um, and we actually just partnered with um, a, a content company. So through uh, our company, the Waymore Group, the Mergers and Acquisitions Company, we just acquired uh, half of a social media content company. Um, they really gear heavily towards um, like uh, creating a digital offer, monetizing the offer, mm-hmm. things like that, and, and really kind of building your personal brand through the video. Um. But I still don't have a whole lot of like, I don't know, insight into the paid ads and stuff like that. I feel like it's just a, it, to me, it seems like a whole nother thing, like a separate thing. But I mean, clearly everybody does it. Like yeah. every company in the world that if you ever mention their name or even think about them, you're getting paid ads on your Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah. So it's a thing out there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like you were in the room the other day too. We started talking about um, uh, the mosquito company that we started. Mm-hmm. Right, so one of the guys in there, he asked us about it. We had a conversation, and he's like, "Dude, as soon as I left the meeting, I started getting ads all over my Facebook timeline of oh, yeah. every pest company in the yeah." So, like, talk to us about that, or, or what? I mean, your knowledge of that, like, how do they target that? Yeah, well, well, like, so, like, there's like you no, know, like with Facebook, like they have like you know what's called pixels, and you can track you know people's activity. So Facebook or whatever, they're gathering everybody's information. So. You know, when people think they're liking something because, you know, they, you know they're, they're friends and family because they care about their friends and family, they're taking all the information and gathering it so they can use it for advertising. That's pretty much what it's built for. Yeah. So, you know, uh, 
I know, like they, they, I know that they're not not supposed to track your microphone, but it feels like you know sometimes yeah. you say certain things or think certain things, and 100%. things pop up. So yeah, um, but yeah, like that is like just their whole algorithm system is like you know just made to made for advertising. You know, made to figure out you know what you want to do and why you want to do it before you even can probably think of it sometimes. And then put it in front of you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from an advertising, like if you were going to run a paid ad, so for example, like we'll use uh, the Mosquito Company. If we were going to run paid ads for that, we would want to target the pixel of um, like keywords, right, that somebody might have clicked on or searched for. Yeah, so like, so like Facebook has like certain interests, um, like, you know, keywords are like uh, more for like Google or okay. Bing. Uh, fix the Facebook has like their uh, their pixels based on their their interest. So you can go in there and like you know like if somebody like travels a lot, like you can mm-hmm. you know you can pick that as the interest like frequent international traveler. So you know obviously people who travel internationally probably have money to travel internationally. So some people choose that as a filter. They try to filter out by income. Wow. You know so and they have like you know their income class based on zip codes. So you can really get like real like pinpoint and like narrow down like like as you know, your audience is like much as you want to try to you know narrow it down. Yeah. It's not going to be perfect all the time, but you know it try gets it gets the, it gets the job done. Yeah. And so from there, where are those clicks going? Where are those where are the people that for the people that you're running ads for, where where is anybody who clicks on something like that that's getting fed to their landing page database? Yeah. So it gets like their landing page. You know that's what we recommend people have is landing pages or. You, know, you can use like the Facebook Messenger. So there's different ways, or you can have a click to call. You know? mm-hmm. So there's different, you know, objectives. And Facebook can let you, you know, the pixel tracking. You can, you know, choose like, you know, like certain people are more likely to schedule an appointment. So you have a use a schedule appointment one. They'll look for the people that are more likely to schedule appointments. Right. So, you know, it's all, you know, it's all calculated. <laughs> wow. You know, when I first realized the power of this, and actually, I didn't even at the time, but um, I think I read. I don't know. Somebody posted about the 10, like 10x. And I'm like, what is 10x? So I, I think I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Like, what is 10x? And then, dude, this dude, Grant Cardone, pops up on my Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> uh, like web pages. Every, dude, everywhere I turn, like, this dude's popping up. And I'm like, this guy's everywhere. He just blew yeah, up yeah. all of a sudden. Dude, yeah. they got me. <laughs> they got me. Like, as soon as I, like, it literally tracked one keyword that I put in and it was over, dude. And oh, yeah. that's all I see. And, and even to this day, like, he just hammers, 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 yeah. and he just makes sure that, um, you know, he calls it omnipresence, being everywhere all mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. But that's the kind of the first time I realized the power of, like, what you do in the in the Facebook ads. Like, I think he's everywhere because I typed in something or clicked on something that he made. It and put him in front of me. following you around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, to somebody else, you know, so to anybody out there, if you're looking at your social media and you're like, oh, my God, all I see is... This that's well, because that's, that's what you're interested in. Yes, <laughs> that is your pixel. You are being targeted, my friend. So uh, yeah, if you don't like what you're seeing, uh, look at know, other stuff. Yeah, stop yeah. clicking on it. <laughs> um, or if you have to hide what is popping up on there, um, yeah. you know, use caution. But um, yeah, that's crazy. That man, the, the level of detail, and like you said, Facebook. I also didn't realize this. So when I was in college at Youngstown, I'm like, oh, Facebook, that's like a social media. That's where I could talk, keep up with my friends. Social, like Facebook was 100% built for advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I don't think, I didn't realize that until more recently. Like it's not a, I guess, yeah, technically it's social media, but it's really built for selling things, yeah. generate income through advertising. Yeah, that's, that's what it's mainly used for. You know, uh, that's where all the data is for, you know, just 
just you know get all that information so they can track you. Yeah, and sell yeah. it and sell it, <laughs> sell it to people that need to make money. Definitely, crazy. Have you seen the um, the documentary, The Social Dilemma? Yes. Yeah, that's real. It was pretty pretty scary. <laughs> scary, right? It was pretty spot on though, from yeah. what you know about mm-hmm. how things work. Yeah, very spot on. Was, yeah. Interesting. Have you seen that one, Jason? I have not. So basically, it, it, I mean, it's kind of like a peek into the matrix, essentially. Like I, it, I, I read the first few pages of Chaos Machine, and I was like, ah, I don't think I can read that. <laughs> I haven't haven't yeah. dipped my toe in, but I'm sure it's the same thing. So along yeah. the same lines, they Just, basically build a, a digital profile of every person with more data than, like you said, that you could even comprehend and put together in your own head. Yeah. They have a profile built that I mean literally just is it's predictive. It's uh like you said it it's not just a keyword like, hey, I looked up mosquito company spraying. It's like, no, this person has interest in something. They build a whole profile around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how long you're looking at something, where oh, you're looking gosh, at it. It's like yeah. and yeah. like what I notice is like in my feed, if I stay on a certain thing, I don't like to interact with it. But if I stay on a certain part of a page oh, yeah. for so long, yeah, I can tell that as I scroll, similar things show up based on how long I stayed just above that. Almost instantly. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it's crazy. It's yeah. got, I mean, hmm. I don't even have words. And it's almost to like, it probably calculates to the, you know, millisecond how long you, again, pause if you're scrolling. Like, um, yeah, definitely. And you'll see more of that without even without even interacting no. with something. And they will get you. I don't know how you might know how many times it takes to see something before you'll buy it, but they will get you. Because, like, I just bought these dumbbells, like the adjustable dumbbells. <laughs> I was looking at them for months, and I'm like, I just knew they're, they're never going to go away. Yeah. Like, I'm done, dude. I'm going to end up ordering these things eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything like that, like, it, they just put it in front of you over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, even like some of like some of our clients, like you know, when they book a call with us, sometimes they're like, "Oh yeah, I saw your ad multiple times. And I finally just did it." You know, so yeah, it does. It definitely does. Does does the job. Okay, good. What do you see as far as trends for people that are using your services? Is there is there like a certain industry that that either you're going after to help that certain industry because you see that there's like a, a need for realtors, you know, that you know, might need a, a boosted social presence, ad presence, whatever you want to call it. Is there, you you mentioned car dealerships. Is there like a trend of an industry that is using your services that you see? Yes. There's a lot of like the, uh, independent, you know, uh, independent people, uh, you know, like more of solo entrepreneurs, like they don't have like a captive company behind them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mostly because like they kind of like, kind of like how we got thrown into the, like thrown to the wolves. Like, you know, uh, you know, just like, hey, just all, just all you got. Like, when somebody says, all, "This is all you got to do," it's probably like that's probably your first red, red flag. flag. <laughs> so, so uh, and it kind of like you know, uh, if like we we seen is like kind of really like messes people up because then they like start looking for this like this unicorn mm-hmm. of like you know uh, of like this magical you mm-hmm. know pill that's going to make this you know business easier, and uh, you know it's. So that's really much like our biggest thing is like you know we like want to really help like the independent you know you know entrepreneur like try to okay. understand like how to really communicate with people that's the biggest thing even like because a lot of people they're being like they get angry with their family and friends like oh, i'm done with my family and friends like yeah, yeah they, they don't want to buy from me you know they, like you know i'm like well, this entrepreneur thing yeah, might, might yeah. not work for you <laughs> <laughs> so you know they, they take it personal like well you know you still got to you know have something that they want to you know they feel like they know it all about what you have they're not going to they're not going to do business with you because like you know just because you start selling that doesn't make them want to give you their money still yeah so 
Yeah, there's no shortcuts. <clears throat> there's no shortcuts and there's no, um, like you said, magic pill. It's like at the end of the day, you, you know, truly is an input output kind of thing. The more, you know, contacts you make, the more um, conversations you have, all that stuff are going to lead to, you know, conversions at some point. If people like you, if people don't like you and you're just like, you don't get along with people, then, you know, yeah, you might not just <laughs> don't do sales because it's going to be extremely difficult because uh, you might talk to a lot of people and they just dislike you more. <laughs> but, uh, I think if you're a likable person, you're personable and you don't mind talking to people. It's, it's one of those things. It's simple, but uh, difficult kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's not, you know, it's really not that elaborate of things you need to do. It's just, you know, it can be hard to do it consistently, I think is the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the consistency is key. That's like the biggest, the biggest thing. Like, oh, uh, gosh, yeah. Just showing up and doing the same boring stuff over and, mm-hmm. over, and over. Yeah. That all compounds over time. Mm-hmm. More people will see you and, you know, you'll get better at what you do. And then it might take six, 12, 18 months, but that stuff has a compounding effect. Yeah. And it grows. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, uh, like a lot of things on social media really impacts people too. I think oh, they think gosh. like, you know, people become millionaires overnight. So I think like they expect like these fast results, you know. Well, uh, do you, yeah. Do you get that with like people that use your services? Like if something, if they're not like crushing it in three months, are they like, yo, what's up? Yeah. We just had, we just had a guy like today, like, you know, like, you know, uh, like we have like a whole training model. Like, hey, watch the training videos. And he was like done in like, you know, uh, like before we turn your leads on, we're like, hey, like, let us know when you watch it, the videos. And, you know, we'll, we'll you know, we'll get you going. And, you know, like an hour later, he's like, he's like, I'm ready. I'm like. He's not ready. <laughs> so, so I turn him on, and two weeks later, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, people are saying this, people say that. I was like, did you watch the video? And he was like, and I was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, I just want to know some people looking to buy. And so I was like, okay. I was like, well, watch the video and let me know what you want to do, and so we can cancel your cancel yeah. your services. <laughs> I was listening to Alex Hermosi on the way over here, and he was talking about like how. Uh, I guess he was in uh, some situation where he was learning from some YouTubers and he was talking about like the amount of effort that they put into their stuff. And it, it just helped him realize like, man, it's not just like you have to work twice as hard to be great. Like in some cases it's you have to work 20, 100 times harder than the people who are doing something good, mm-hmm. like to be super great. And he was talking about how, I guess he was in a fraternity um, as a, as a, as a freshman, I think he went to Vanderbilt and then eventually he, you know, they, everybody did their pledge and that kind of thing, and the pledge sucked. And like, then you know, as he got older, he was a junior and he was the president of his fraternity. And like every year, he said, you know, the freshmen went through the pledge, and you know, after two weeks, they were like, "F this! Like, this is the worst! Like, they, you know, this is terrible." And he said, so they wanted to meet with him, the president, to like talk about it. <laughs> And so, like, he walked into their dorm room, and there's like twenty of them sitting around. And he was, and they were like flipping out, like, oh, and he was like. Okay, first of all, who expected like pledging to be easy? <laughs> like, nobody raised their hand. He's like, who expected pledging to be hard? And they all raised their hand. He's like, this is what hard feels like. Yeah. And so, like, he's, he's just talking about like all those moments that like sometimes people just need to reframe. Like, mm-hmm. people who are coming to you for their services probably just expect it to be easy. Like, they're going to you for help and they just expect the rest to happen. It's like, well, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. It's going to be difficult. Like, did you expect it to be super easy or did you expect to have to work for it? And just that reframe can mm-hmm. help so many people. Yeah. I know I need that. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that, um, 
you know, that we adopted with, like, we did the Cardone training. Mm-hmm. We did Cardone University. And going into that, um, we were like, the expectation is not, again, that it's going to be easy and that they're just going to give you anything. It's like, the expectation is that if I work just as hard to execute this as you do to teach it to me, then we're going to be successful. And yeah, I think if that people adopt that mindset and also the, the mindset of if I'm going to invest in something, like I'm going to work with Dwayne and his, uh, his team, I'm going to invest in it. And I want to be an example of how, how successful you can be with this program. That mindset right there, it really helped us as well. Cause it was like, we, we didn't want to invest in just be a, another participant in the program. We wanted to be like an example of, damn, if, if these guys, you know, did it, then we can do it. But yeah. we never, we wanted to be like that. It just comes from the person, honestly. Like you, you have to want to be that, that person mm-hmm. versus yeah. the, uh, you know, what are we getting for free? Like what, what's in it for me kind of guy. Yeah. You're not going to make it like right, whether it's sales or anything else, you're just not going to make it if that's your mentality. Yeah. Have to put the work in. Um, anything else you want to, you want to end on? I wanted to ask you real quick, actually, yeah. before you, before you, if you, want to gather your thoughts for a second here but what year did you go to Hudson so I went to Hudson 2005 to 2009 so do you know uh, I probably know some people that you know uh, Matt Trait Matt Trait Chris Emery did they play baseball yeah sounds familiar yeah so <laughs> yeah these really good buddies of mine that went to Hudson I didn't I didn't even know that we had that connection but um, still good buddies of mine now so yeah it's a, it's a small world yeah, yeah <laughs> small state for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yes um, anything else you want to end on? I, I do want you to share how people can get a hold of you. Yeah. If they're interested. Well, I just want to thank you guys for having me today. Yeah, you know, it's definitely you. a pleasure to be here. But yeah, no, if anybody you know wants to you know see about what we do, they can visit our website. Uh it's dot org. And now uh, they can, you know, uh if they need to reach out to us, they can reach out right from there. All of our contact info is right on there. It's awesome. It is awesome. Thanks for being on, man. It was uh enlightening to me. Like I said, this there's a whole world of stuff going on behind the scenes, guys, that if you have a business now and you're looking to get more exposure, you're looking to generate leads, uh, reach out to Dwayne. He's got way more knowledge on it than uh, me for sure, but most people out there. So he can help with getting your your company out there. Um, and not really limited, like you said, to maybe just insurance or anything else. Like you guys work with a whole wide array of people. Yeah, we work with a whole you know, array of businesses. You know, it's really, as I said, just just figuring out how to get their business can be different than the other businesses around them and you know set them set them apart. It's awesome. Thank you very much for being here, man. Now you know me. I'm not good at parting (laughs) shots. (laughs) Guys, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, Does mean a lot to us if you give us a like, share, subscribe. If you put a comment on there too, so we can reply to it. Um, You know, we love interacting with our audience out there. So uh, please do that. And until next time, keep it real. See y'all. See ya. See ya.